0: So, if you're ready to be bloat free, poo better, have more energy, and become free from the fear of food, then you are in the right place.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Nourished Gut Podcast. I'm your host, Bernadette Field Dodgson, an associate naturopath at the Nourished Gut Clinic. Today, we're delving into a topic that's been generating a lot of attention lately, and that is the impact of gut health and the gut microbiome on children with autism. Now, before we begin, I want to emphasize that our approach to this topic is one with respect and understanding. We view autism as a unique difference, not a deficit. Autism in itself is not a condition that needs treating. However, we do have parents that present to our clinic who want to know if natural medicine approaches can help their autistic children with things like their speech, their concentration and to help them engage with others. Autism is a condition that affects how a person thinks, feels, interacts with others and experiences their environment. It's considered a lifelong disability that starts when a person is born and stays with them into old age. It's like having a different operating system that affects how people communicate, interact and perceive things around them. An autistic child might seem socially awkward and not be able to read the room. They might have learning challenges in understanding and regulating emotions. Autism is often linked with physical, developmental, or mental health conditions. Every autistic person is different to each other, and that's why autism is described as a spectrum. In this podcast, we will explore how gut health management might benefit autistic kids and families via the intricate relationship between the gut, the microbiome, and the brain. Now the exact cause of autism is unknown and it's likely to be multifactorial. As well as potential influence from gut health, which we'll talk about today, other factors associated with the incidence of autism or the severity of symptoms are genetic factors and many environmental influences such as chemical exposures, medications, age of parents, prenatal factors and nutritional deficiencies just to name a few. The health of the gut and the composition and functioning of the gut microbiome is a potential player in this mix of factors. So what do we know about gut health and autism? Well, autistic children are much more likely to have functional gut issues, such as constipation, loose stools and tummy pain. The incidence of gut-related Diagnosed disorders is much higher in autistic children also. The prevalence of celiac disease in autism is very high, even in those children without any gastrointestinal complaints. And there's also a higher prevalence of Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis in children on the autism spectrum. While today I'll be mostly talking about the large intestinal microbiome, I'll also shine a light on the fact that autistic children appear to have much higher rates of SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. One study of more than 1,500 children found that SIBO was three times more likely in autistic kids. The presence of SIBO was also significantly associated with greater severity of the symptoms of autism. Just to take a side note here, a question that some parents listening to the podcast might have is, well, can I get my child tested for SIBO? We talk a lot on this podcast about SIBO in adults. So I thought I should mention here that, yes, you can test children um, who are able to participate in the test preparation, so a particular diet, um, and then able to follow the instructions um, to breathe out into the breath collection tubes. Um, And this is something we've organised for paediatric patients in the Nourish Gut Clinic. A burning question for many is, are there differences in the colonic microbiome between neurotypical children and those on the autism spectrum? And the answer is yes, there seems to be. However, the research is really mixed in terms of what the patterns are. um, And what we see is then there's not one, just one, autistic microbiome pattern. But let's talk about some of the microbiome differences that have been noticed in studies. First of all, some studies have noticed that some patients with autism have much higher levels of proteobacteria than others. So what effect might high proteobacteria levels have on autistic patients? Well, Proteobacteria can produce hexa LPS. This is a highly inflammatory compound that does not only have actions in the gut but can escape from the gut and cause systemic inflammation. Side note, LPS can escape from the gut more easily when there's a leaky gut. And one study showed that our children with autism were seven times more likely to have leaky gut or increased intestinal permeability than neurotypical children. So high LPS um, or lipopolysaccharide levels have been seen in the blood um, in autistic children and it can be linked in with brain inflammation and emotion emotion processing challenges. Increased LPS can reduce the level of glutathione in the brain, which is an important antioxidant. And this inflammatory microbiome metabolite by proteobacteria LPS can also be a major cause of autism related immune dysregulation. Another pattern in the microbiome that is seen in some studies of autistic children is increased level of bacteroides. Now, elevated bacteroides level can contribute to the production of short-chain fatty acids, uh, particularly propionic acid. Let's talk more about propionic acid. Studies have found that some children with autism have higher levels of propionate in their stools, um, and in their blood tests. Propionate has some positive actions. It helps to maintain blood glucose levels. It can reduce inflammation. It helps to control appetite and, um, helps to uh, promote the production of serotonin in the gut. However, excess propionate has been reported in irritable bowel syndrome and in autism. So in high levels, propionate is neuroinflammatory. So some researchers have proposed a link between elevated propionate levels and certain behavioural traits or symptoms associated with autism. Indeed, in animal studies, they inject high doses of propionate to create an animal model that mimics autism. Now, elevated propionate can come from the gut. Um, can come from gut bacteria imbalances, but I'd be remiss if I didn't also mention that propionate can be used as a food preservative. Mm -hmm. This might be a contributing factor to elevated propionate in some people. So this is a preservative that I look out um, for and and get certain patients to be on the lookout for. Propionate and its salts are often used in bread and meat as a preservative and The additive numbers um, of propionate and its salts, when used as a preservative, are 280 to 283. Sometimes children with autism can be fussy eaters and bread and processed meats, which propionate can be added to, can be some staples in the diets for some of them. So something that I always look out for and um, have parents of autistic children be aware of. Another microbiome pattern that is seen in some autistic kids is higher levels of Clostridium species. Now, these species produces endotoxins um, that, and propionate that we were just talking about, that which might be associated with the severity of ASD symptoms. Another pattern that's seen in studies on autistic kids on their microbiome is decreased levels of bifidobacterium. Bifidobacterium are known as some of the good guys in the gut bacteria world. Um, And one of the good things that bifidobacterium do for us is help us to create GABA in the gut. Now, GABA is a neurotransmitter. And in the brain, it plays a crucial role in regulating neuronal activity And it's associated with relaxation and reducing anxiety. So lower levels of bifidobacterium may be related to the fact that some children with autism um, have low levels of GABA.
0: Hello, this is just a quick break from today's episode to chat to you about how we would love to help you with your IBS, SIBO or gut health issues. Are you currently struggling to find relief from the daily struggles of IBS or SIBO? We would love to help your journey and we're here to offer a guiding hand. Through the Nourish Gut program, we have created a transformative experience tailored for people who navigate busy lives filled with demanding responsibilities. If you've been grappling with frequent bloating, abdominal pain, irregular bowel movements, and food sensitivities, finding lasting relief might seem like an overwhelming feat. We understand the frustration and confusion that can come along with managing your gut health amidst the complexities of your daily life. But fret not, as you don't have to face this journey alone, our program is designed to empower you with evidence-based recommendations and personalized guidance allowing you to overcome your symptoms and regain control of your health without resorting to lifelong restrictive diets imagine a life where you can enjoy food without the fear free from debilitating effects of digestive discomfort picture yourself revitalized full of energy and ready to embrace life's opportunity with a restored zest for life with a minimum three-month commitment the nourish gut program offers a high level of support including one-on-one appointments one-on-one messaging, weekly group calls and detailed reviews of your progress weekly. We really, really are passionate about the support that you get through our program. And additional to that, our exclusive online portal is brimming with videos and resources providing you with all of the tools that you need to accelerate your progress. Our team of highly trained naturopaths and nutritionists all specializing in IBS and SIBO is dedicated to guiding you through the complexities of your digestive health issues. Join a supportive community of like-minded individuals who share your struggles and aspirations for long-term solutions that extend beyond restrictive diets. Your health journey is worth investing in, and we're here to be your compassionate partners every step of the way. To find the link to the Nourish Gut program, just visit the show Notes for this episode, complete the inquiry form to become one of our clients receive a special offer on the program. I would love to welcome you.
1: Something else that's popped up in microbiome research in regards to autism is that some autistic children have lower levels of vlatia. Now this bacterium has a role in making tryptophan and tryptophan and the bile acid acts as a precursor to serotonin. Hence, lower levels of this species may lead to less serotonin in the brain. Now, some studies have shown that diets low in tryptophan, which is one of the things this bacteria produces, can be correlated with worsening symptoms of autism. Some other studies have shown um, autistic kids have higher levels of pretavella or pretavella species. And this pattern can be associated with a level of chronic inflammation however some studies have shown that uh, children in their population had lower levels of prediabetes these are just a few of the microbiome patterns that have been identified in studies and i want to emphasize that not all studies find all of these microbial patterns so we look at our patient's symptoms and testing individually to look for potential gut issue causes or gut-brain effects for each individual patient. As our knowledge of gut bacteria trends grows, we can see that there's a strong link between microbiome gut-brain access that's important for health and disease, not excluding the symptoms of autism. Now, due to the fact that autistic children are often, not always, but often fussy eaters, It is quite possible that some of their microbial signatures can be from this reduced diversity in their diet, such as the number of foods that they'll eat. Many autistic children will have sensory preferences and aversions. Um, And I know that many will have a preference for white, bland foods. But this is not the case for all autistic kiddos. A few of my colleagues have noticed that they've seen some exceptional microbiome reports for some autistic children with good diversity and a lack of microbial or metabolite red flags. These have been in children um, who eat a diverse and healthy diet and a credit to their parents for recognizing the role of food in the gut-brain axis um, in neurological symptoms. However, for the fussy eaters, microbiome manipulation via diet changes can be a little bit more tricky. And while working on strategies to introduce a more diverse diet in these kids, I'll often recommend prebiotics and sometimes probiotics that are specific to their symptoms and to their microbiome test findings. Strengthening what we know about the link between the microbiome and the brain, a few studies have shown the benefits of pre- and probiotics for children with autism. I'll give a couple of examples. One study looked at the effect of supplementing autistic kids who had constipation with a prebiotic fibre called PHGG. They found that not only did the prebiotic fibre improve constipation and gut dysbiosis symptoms, there was an attenuation of the level of serum inflammatory cytokines, so they are measures of inflammation in the blood, and behavioural irritability. Another study on a different prebiotic called GOSS showed that prebiotic supplementation reduced abdominal pain scores, and improved social behavioural scores in autistic children. Here is where I will note some caution with prebiotic supplementation without knowing what you're treating. Remember I said that some autistic children have microbiome patterns that lead to them to produce more propionic acid, which might be responsible for increased neurological symptoms in autism. Well, Goss, and some of the other prebiotics can increase propionate production in the gut. So if I see increased levels of predivella or other propionate producing species on a microbiome, I want to address this with different specific products. The research I've touched on today is only a snippet of what we know about gut health and autism symptoms. We can really see the significant role that gut health plays in shaping neurological function and behavior, particularly in children on the autism spectrum. The field is still evolving and there's so much more to discover. Just as each person's journey with autism is unique, so too should be their approach to managing its symptoms. By considering the gut, brain, microbiome axis As a potential avenue for intervention, we open up new possibilities for personalised strategies which could enhance the quality of life for children with autism and their families. If you are interested in doing some gut health investigation, particularly microbiome testing for your child, I urge you to work with a microbiome literate practitioner who orders the right kind of tests. And that's what we do here in the Nourish Gut Clinic. In the show notes, we'll have the links to book in with us, either to get started with a one-on-one appointment or for a complimentary gut health call. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. I'll talk to you soon on another episode of the Nourish Gut Podcast.
0: Did you like what you heard? Leave us a review. If you'd like to learn more about my Nourish Gut program or the Nourish Gut Kids membership, head over to my website. Would you like to be a part of a community that gets it? Join our Facebook group, Nourish Gut Community, or come and follow me over on Instagram. All of these links can be found in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next time on the Nourish Gut podcast.